Ecocidal thoughts. Ecocide does not yet feature not even in international legislation. It is not yet robustly defined and, despite enthusiastic campaigning, is unlikely to be widely adopted. Ecocide, as envisaged, would perhaps be reserved for extreme forms of everyday planet abuse and directed at corporates and government leaders whose policies wreak so much damage. Even so, the chances of such condemnation becoming law are minimal, and the chances of it acting as any deterrent even less. Like so much else in the hot air of climate crisis debating circles, the notion of ecocide is as purely symbolic as national flag-waving or political greenwashing. On the other hand, everyday planet abuse and local efforts to reduce it is set to be recognised by individual citizens and communities. For sure, there are challenges in tracking useful metrics. Many places and people will see different priorities, and we are still a long way from the general consensus we now have for, say, domestic or racial abuse. But as each day passes, more attention is paid to the unnatural man-made disasters of heat, floods, air pollution, contaminations, pandemics, coastal erosions, fossil fuel fiascos and species losses. Gradually, communities are waking up to the realisation that each and every one of us is guilty in some small way to everyday planet abuse. It is not someone else's problem. We all own this and we all must deal with it. Of course, it helps if political leaders show some leadership, but trust in top-down effectiveness is a bit thin on the ground. Governments have themselves been abused, sometimes all too willingly, by corporate planet abusers, and the general addiction to never-ending economic growth is what the late great Bernard Levin might well have dismissed as one of the popular substitutes for five minutes thought. So now attention must switch away from distrusted centralists and towards communities where an understanding of planet abuse and its impacts has local relevance. The race is on to find metrics to measure air pollution at schools near busy roads, to measure the effectiveness of waste recycling, to assess how to reduce road traffic or understand local needs for home insulation, to encourage cycling and vegetable allotments. Coastal communities will naturally prioritise reduction of sea pollution. Rural areas will tackle farming, fertiliser, runoff, polluting rivers. Schools and libraries everywhere will, by dint of local concern, major on ecology. It is sadly 
too soon for any consensus on a common well-being metric that would laud the rate of reduction in planet abuse as the predominant measure of national success. Most nations are way too far down the monetary rabbit hole to dig their way out. But as communities, as local people working together, we can assert our own standards of living, surviving and hopefully prolonging all manner of life on our planet. Even if one distant day leadership accountability might take the form of a prosecution for ecocide.